Welcome back, Gallivanters. It's your host, Tiffany. So happy that you guys came back for a second episode. Natasha. Hey, Gallivanters. Thanks for coming back. This is Natasha. Hi, Gallivanters. It's Katira. Thank you for coming back. Hey, Gallivanters. It's Ty. We are so excited uh, to have you guys back here. We have some amazing things to talk to y'all about today. Um, and the first thing, we're going to get right down to the business of things today. Um, we'd like to introduce you to a segment called T-Cubed. And T-Cubed stands for Twits Travel 2. <clears throat> um, and the twit of the week, uh, shout out goes I to... I love that name, Twits. <laughs> Like, wait a minute. Can I just say that that's super creative? <laughs> it, is, it is. And you know, it's a little nerdy because I'm a nerdy person. Um, but <laughs> quite nice and appropriate. So we use the thesaurus. Yeah. Yes, yes, we did. We use the thesaurus. We use the thesaurus. <laughs> as my son would call it. At some point, you're going to have to tell people what, what you mean by that, Tiff. That's the rest because that's if my son is a straight A student, and if he wants to call it a thesaurus, then dag want it. It's a thesaurus today, son. You know what? Nobody is... tell you how to use your voice. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but the tweet of the week uh, hails from uh, the lovely state of Michigan, um, and what happened was apparently there at the Spirit Airlines, uh, the customer service agent was trying to verify that the passengers carry-on luggage would in fact fit in the stowaway area on the flight. Uh, these passengers did not appreciate being questioned and because they did not appreciate it they showed their disappreciation by assaulting the Spirit Airlines uh, mm -hmm. employee. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean like a pop a smack, which ain't really that great. They jumped. <laughs> Homie <laughs> got jumped. So wait, was this on the plane or is this in the terminal? At the gate, girl. At the, at gate. the gate. At the gate. I mean, okay. Girl, so wait. On the ground, there's like a whole police force at the airport. What's wrong with you? <laughs> they made me. What is wrong? They was trying to get to Atlanta. Probably was your people. Natasha, was this your people? They was. You know what? I'm, I'm, I will neither Wait, no, confirm no, no, nor no. deny. Natasha, I know these people. <laughs> I will neither confirm nor deny. All I can say is that, um, I mean, I'm gonna shout them out. They probably from Dunwoody. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna do that, ma'am. You're not gonna do that on this day of our Lord. No, <laughs> The thing, though, that I found interesting, um, because once the article came up, one of the things that a Spirit Airlines employee who wanted to remain um, anonymous said was that yeah, reason. almost mm -hmm. every day they come to work, they have a level of fear that they're going to be assaulted. It's a common thing among the, <laughs> I know, right? It's a common thing among the passengers to get so irate that they physically harm the passengers and so of course you know i'm nosy so i guess the googling some more and i did a deeper dive uh and come to find out last summer at fort lauderdale airport there were three people 
some uh, of the female type who also had a problem at the gate and they too jumped <laughs> the airline attendant and there's videos of all of this and i mean jumped her with stomping, stomping on the girl i mean doing the most with a mask on wow was this because of the luggage issue too that I child, I don't even remember what, what the issue because was. If but there's it was, if it was, I just say they should probably eliminate that altogether. People are really getting injured over some luggage. <laughs> like pay for $35 or whatever it is. And, and, and or here's the thing: if there was nothing wrong with the size of your bag, then for me, I'd be like, Well, there's nothing wrong with my bag. Go ahead and check my bag so you could look stupid. <laughs> but Either something was wrong with your bag or something wrong with your brain. Which one is it? Can't so, be both. I, mean, I don't. What, what was the plan if not <laughs> to the plane to discover upon trying to put it in the overhead bill <laughs> and it didn't fit? The plan was this. This was their plan, and and I'm and I. What an excellent I know question, it. Ty. <laughs> this is this was the plan. Girl, we getting on this flight. <laughs> that was the plan. I could put it in my. I'm, I could put my bag in my lap. I could put my bag in my lap. <laughs> period. Point awesome, <not> <laughs> blank. Period. They let me on the plane. So shout out mm. to the people of Detroit. Hey, nice to see y'all. Um, for everybody else, please don't act up in the airports. It's mm -hmm. not a good look. Hey, you look ridiculous. Especially shout out to <laughs> the people who record foolishness in the airport. And one of my favorite parts of the video of watching these people act a plum fool was the man sitting there um, minding, his like minding his business like this is an everyday occurrence. <laughs> so shout out to him. Um, and with that. He looks like uh, he was sitting there in the overflow of like Delta. <laughs> You know, you just see the captions of his head going the ghetto. <laughs> just in his mind, he was terrible. like, This don't make so, no I mean, damn sense. Like in, in short, to avoid situations like that, we really need to know what size our luggage is. We need to research the airline that we're traveling on because all airlines are not created equally when it comes to what what size carry-ons you're allowed. And then also you can get on one flight for let's say United and have a layover and the next plane could be smaller and your same carry-on may not fit. The planes mm -hmm. are not always the same size. So, you know, sometimes they may be like, I understand that typically your carry-on fits. Mm -hmm. However, you know, mm -hmm. and just, let people do their jobs. I mean, that's that's it. Everybody wants to get on the flight. Everybody's trying to get to where they're trying to go. We really, it's it's not a good look. Um, and now you got pending charges and a court date, and you ain't making to your destination. So it's not a good look. Um, but with that, uh, we we have some uh, church announcements. Ty would like to give us. I'm sorry, I don't have my tambourine today, but we're gonna go ahead and let you do these <laughs> church announcements. Um, tambourine, absolutely not needed. You know, one thing I cherish about the types of churches I go to nowadays is that the announcements are pre-recorded and put on the screen. 
That's just lazy. You need that real mother to get up there and give you them church announcements. No, because I don't need my church announcements to be preceded preceded by glory to God and the majesty. We need a whole bunch of ad libs. I don't understand. I don't hear about the bake. Just tell me about the bake sale, okay? Just tell me about the bake. But God. Don't, don't go into don't go into a whole bunch of preamble. Just tell me about the damn bank sales so I can go home. <laughs> and then don't forget, um, um, so and so driving the black Camry. You have <laughs> you have the deacon blocked in. It's <laughs> <laughs> just the so and so. Uh, we need you to come back to Children's Church and get your kids. <laughs> children's Church, church was lit. <laughs> <laughs> Especially no, when so I became a teenager, all the cute boys was in the church. For this week, um, just a couple of quick things. One, Southwest is celebrating their 50th anniversary, and they're supposedly celebrating by having a sale tickets for $50. Now, I feel like that's $1 more expensive than what their tickets usually are. Like, I understand it's your 50th. I see what you're trying to do there, Southwest, but don't they give them that birthday dollar? Give them the birthday dollar. See, it's $49.99, so it's only a penny. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Pennies add up to dollars. That's the promotion that Southwest is running right now. If you get your tickets by February, sometime in February. And I also found a lot of tips as far as traveling with Southwest. And it's just that if you um, already have a ticket booked, you can always go back and book for a lower price. And apparently, I mean, when I was doing this research, I found a lot of tips that I didn't know before. Like Southwest, you can change your ticket up to like 10 minutes before boarding and no fees apply. And when you, right. And when you book a ticket and you continue to look, I know we do this for our cruises a lot. You know, we continue to check the rate. And if that rate drops, we call back and we're like, "Uh -uh, uh -uh." (laughs) run me my penny. So that's mm-hmm. thing that you can add. I'm gonna need my 74 cents, sir. Yes, that's another thing that you can do to get a lower fare on your Southwest tickets. Tip number two: um, looking for discounts hidden on board. You know how all the airlines have the magazines. And yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, in the like, back pocket, magazines. They have like airport parking deals, restaurant deals, and things of that nature. You know, so. Um, being able to change your flight dates for free. So they're also suggesting like a little trick where you can book any ticket that's cheap within 30 days of when you want to travel. And then because you can change your ticket with Southwest, go back and say, "Mm, actually, I want to travel on December 24th and not the 31st. (laughs) And they'll change it for free. And you know those are peak days, so those are yeah. Wow, this Mm -hmm. isn't a Dave Ramsey for you, Dr. Fans out there approved, and we'll talk about this in another episode, I'm sure. But you can also get companion passes from credit card use. But oh gosh, I mean, (laughs) I think it's pretty safe. 
for us to say that in episode two because we are not on Dave's radar. So we're safe because I don't want to get called stupid today. <laughs> yeah, Dave ain't about to put me up. Uncle Dave, don't Dave. don't charge. Don't do it, Uncle Dave. <laughs> like get the um, point. <laughs> you can buy you can get um discount airfare tickets by by using gift cards. So like the gift card would be $141 and it's a $150 gift card. Not a huge savings but some it's a nice savings if you're traveling you know like our family is a family of five and maybe I'll be bringing a plus one you know for Mm -hmm. one of the kids so usually when we fly it's six of us so you know $60 could go a long way there and back you know that's a significant um, amount so very true that's I think we all know the sooner you check in with Southwest, the better your seat is going to be. Mm-hmm. You know, so are they the same yeah. ones? Because the first time I flew with Southwest, there I think they're the ones that you can um, you can buy. Like if the, if you're at the gate and it's the last minute and you're kind of worried about whether or not you're um, in the overhead bin, mm-hmm. you can buy. Like you're, you won't buy, be able to buy a seat, but you can buy a place in line for like thirty five dollars. Yeah, is so that them? It it is. So I've actually been doing that. It's called early bird check in. That's what I. And that's okay, because yeah. I don't, I don't want to have to remember to log in twenty four hours before the flight because that's when you can start checking in twenty four hours yeah. before. And of course, everyone is sitting there pressing refresh to get that place in line. If you mm-hmm. purchase the early bird, then it automatically checks you in. And I'm always in category A for the future. I'm going to totally be devil's advocate here and say, I'm not paying $35. Because <laughs> I want to well, spend that on work. some food that I'm about to eat when I get to this location. I'm just not paying. So my tip to well, y'all is to get good. up early and press refresh. If it's a work expense, I mean, I'll definitely like. I won't do it if I'm paying for it. But if it's a work expense, and I can, I can um go ahead and tell these folks. Well, I mean, you wanted me to get back home, didn't you? Um, you know, I will most definitely use that corporate card and and go ahead and um and swipe and get my little early pass for those who are like me. And your anxiety just will not let you go. <laughs> I, I, I need to be among the first on the plane so that I can select my seat. Like, it drives me crazy that there are no assigned seats on Southwest already. So that's like the one thing that brings me peace. Okay, I will pay this little early bird check-in to get me a seat in line. But um, last tip, any children under the age of 11 can get a child fare ticket. So it's worth asking for your flight because the price varies. <laughs> Thank well. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Ty. Um, Sister Ty is also running the spaghetti table in the back (laughs) afterwards. Sister Ty, 
uh, Betty said that she forgot the roles today, but she will not forget them next time. So thank you, mm. Sister Ty. That's okay. Um, I don't need the roles. So let's let's hop into let's hop into it. Um, one of the today we're going to talk about travel companions. Uh, all of us, you know, we're all here because we like to get out sometimes on a solo trip, but most of the time we are traveling with at least one person. And so we wanted to, before we even talk, get into future episodes and talk about how to enjoy your trip. First, we need to decide who's riding, who riding with you, who riding, who riding, who flying, whether you're going by plane, train or automobile, we need to know who down the ride. Uh, so we mm-hmm. want we want to talk the the first type of person and we've identified and, and listeners gallivanters, please after the episode we want to hear from you and we want to hear your experiences, and we also want you to identify what kind of traveler are you. But anyway, the first type of person we want to talk about um, we want to talk about some different temperaments. Some people are very decisive. They know what they want. They are checking in early so they can get their seat. They have an itinerary printed out with confirmations on time, minute to minute, what we are doing on this trip. Then you have the more indecisive people who don't know what an itinerary is and might not know what they want to do the day after we arrive to wherever we're going. Maybe I want to do this. I don't know what y'all want to do. Those people. Uh... I'm going to be honest, I'm somewhere in the middle. I do like an itinerary, but mine is in pencil. Mm. I, I want to know kind of sort of what I'm trying to do. But if I get there and I feel differently, I still like to be flexible. Yeah. And also, you know, things happen when you get there, when you get places, you know, the weather might not be cooperating or something you plan to see might be shut down just for that day. You just never know. So I kind of I'm a planner, but open. That's that's me. How are you? T, how are you when you travel? Oh, gosh. You know, <laughs> the only thing I'm writing in ink is where I'm eating at. Seriously. Because you know I need no to figure it out. Um, <laughs> I do. But, you know, I think I am more of an indecisive traveler. <laughs> I know where I want to be. But I'm not sure what I want to do when I get there. So I kind of like to explore a little bit. Um, I might think, you know, ahead of time of a few places that would be interesting so that I can soak in that moment. But for the Mm -hmm. most part, you know, I'm down for an adventure. I'm not walking everywhere, though, because that's just crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Who does that? Natasha and Matt. My husband. That's who does that. My husband. Who does? My husband. So is he more of a planner, Natasha? Is he more? I I was gonna say right now, I love him very much, and he likes to do a lot of walking, (laughs) a lot, a lot of walking. And on a, I think we're doing uh, in a future episode, we're doing a couples episode, and um, I'm, I'm, we're gonna talk about that walking piece. You know, communication is key in marriage. It is, it is, it is. But we weren't married at the time, and I thought one thing. And he thought another thing. And again, I don't think I was ready for the kind of trip that he was prepared to do. 
I mean, my husband's very active and will get out there and just get to walk in. And he's not a slow walker either. So he gets going and I'm like, I mean, could you, could you hold up and wait for me for a little bit? And we've gotten much better now because we will, we now know like Natasha's not walking all fast and she's also <laughs> going that far. So, you know. So in saying that though, is he, when he, is he a planner? So no, he knows how you are. He knows y'all not walking at the same pace. So mm-hmm. his getting from point A to B might be ten minutes, but he know he gonna have to give you an extra seven. So I'm, does I'm he? I'm gonna need like fifteen to twenty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, he is, and, and I think we're both planners. And I, you know, to kind of look at indecisive versus decisive, I also think like you have to figure out like at which moments yeah because there are things that you're going to be absolutely decisive about yes that you are like under no circumstances am I going to miss going to the Tom and Jerry museum like you got to do it but then there are times where like for food I am completely of the, I figured out when I get there, uh-uh. I mean, a snack or something, but I figured out when I get there because I usually, I'm, I also have a stomach of steel. So I'm not too much stuff will upset me. If I have an upset stomach, nobody should eat it. It's not going to be good. For me. <laughs> so one of the things that I wanted to point out about, you know, being decisive, decisive or indecisive, you know, like Natasha said, there's certain times for it. For me, it's definitely that getting started. Child, I remember Natasha and I went on a trip together. And at this time, we lived a mile away from one another. <laughs> <laughs> and it was time to go to the airport. I'm like, where are you? Like, I was legitimately oh, my <laughs> in the car. Like I was, I was pulling out of the driveway and about to leave when she, when she pulled up because I have never missed a flight. I'm not going to miss a flight. Like I need to be there. I need to be in place. And my bonus child, you know, we just, we just flew. She flew with me um, back from Texas and she was so worried about missing the flight because she and her mom took a flight and they were and they were rushing like previously and that won't be me honey i am not running we need to be there two hours ahead like i don't have to worry about being on time but can you not book any more 6 a.m flights Wow. All the restaurants in the airport were closed. <laughs> she was just get it no day. No. Nothing. No, Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts were still closed when we got to the airport. Mm. The flight left at 6 a.m. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. so we were there at 5. I was like, so you got to be there like 5 and some change mm-hmm. at least. And then, of course, know. I had TSA pre-check. So we got ready to go through pre-check. And she's like, so we just walk straight through like we don't have to wait it's just this fast and easy no you pay extra to be treated like a human congratulations (laughs) speaking hold on speaking of paying extra that gets me to our next uh traveler the broke one (laughs) Um, (laughs) baby listen y'all can't see us right now but my hand is raised because 
I've been broke, might be broke right now, for real. <laughs> if I look at the definition, time's been hard. Um, however, if you don't have it to travel, please stay home. Just stay home because what we're not finna do is when we get to the restaurant that he has already booked. <laughs> Okay, she's the only one who has looked at the menu, so she's already she know the prices, she know what she getting. We sitting down, whatever. Mm -hmm. We're ready to eat, and we're eating family style. We're gonna get some wings. We gonna get this sampler platter. You know what? They got good calamari. We getting that. I want Mm -hmm. a little sushi roll. We getting all the apps, and then Mm -hmm. when the bill comes. You don't be the person at the table with the phone calculator talking about you ain't eating no chicken wings. So you're not. I only drink water. <laughs> you know, first of all, like, no. If you don't drink alcohol, now alcohol, <laughs> alcohol is a little different because you don't need to pay for my top shelf margarita because right. I'm getting my Cadillac every time. <laughs> Several of them. So you don't have to pay for my alcohol. But if we're if we order if it's the four of us are eating and we order four different apps, we splitting the bill four ways. Period. You Unless you're getting something extra, you taking an extra meal home, something like that that you can very easily at pretty much any restaurant ask for a separate check for your to go order. Mm-hmm. Be prepared to pay your coins. Mm-hmm. Period. <laughs> at the time of service. Huh. You get new friends, and because I do have new friends, I don't travel with them people. Not what friends traveling with, right? I'm not in that situation personally, and the friend circle that I roll with is kind of like, you know, we go out to dinner, especially if we're going to be together for a few days. Okay, I'll yeah, have dinner tonight. Next night, right? You have dinner. Like we're not. Yeah, we, we work it out. But in in my in in my twenties, late twenties, early thirties, when I was just getting into like doing international traveling, I traveled with someone who didn't have it, and I think that was the first thing I learned was there are going to be times where I want to do something where I want to, and I was making money, so you know I was living on my own, making good money. And um, I was like, you know, there are going to be things that I want to do and I really have to put into perspective if this person can come with me. Am I going to be comfortable footing the bill for the both of us? Because that's really what it's going to amount to. So I limited a lot of things and then felt some kind of way because I wanted to do X, Y, and Z and I couldn't do it because I know you didn't have it. So I should have thought about that before I even got on the plane with you, Mm -hmm. that this was going to be something that would get in the way of how I wanted to travel on this particular vacation. And that's a good friend because they were up front with you like, girl, yes, I can go on the trip, but my funds are going to be limited. Like my budget is $600 for excursions, Mm -hmm. period. And I have like, my one of my friends used to go to Jamaica every summer. It was a, a thing every summer they go into Jamaica. I still have not been to Jamaica. And the reason why was because for four years straight, my funds, my money was never together. I knew every summer she was going to invite me to yeah. go to Jamaica. Mm-hmm. And every summer I seemed to not have 
enough money for me to travel. Like, oh, yeah, girl, I could mm-hmm. pay for the flight. I could pay for the hotel. Then I don't have anything extra. So Ooh, I just, yeah, I just need I help. Same friend. And every summer I couldn't go because I couldn't afford the leave to be <laughs> <laughs> Ties in the category all on oh, her own. And then on, the, but on the flip side, we're not going to go bash people with no money because again, I think all of us have been in a position where we just ain't got it. Yeah, <laughs> right. Everybody in America can relate to that on one level or another. And then on the flip yes. side, um, if you're like us, we're pretty much like middle of the road type of folks. If you're traveling with people who got a whole lot. <laughs> You know what I mean? We have reasonable expectations of what dinner is going to cost. And if we do have a restaurant on our list that we know is $200 a pop, we're going to discuss that before we go because it's not a normal Correct. it's not a normal thing and we all need to be on board. Now, if you have those type of friends and we I think all of us have at least one or two folks that we know who have mine is Ty. So literally <laughs> <laughs> literally if you go to dinner and the bill comes and you know four of y'all went to dinner the bill comes and it's eight hundred thirty six dollars and fifty seven cent they like dang that's it and i'll be sitting there like that's half a mortgage which what we eat again in the potato you know so you know you have to get in where you fit in know who you're traveling with and be up front if these people are people that you are willing to hop on a plane train or automobile and go away from your comfort zone be sure that you're going somewhere with somebody where you can be comfortable because we can't pretend like money is not a factor wherever we go whether you're going to the local pool or uh, Europe you need to make sure oh, you're ready for everything. And also, let's say you got enough money, you pay, you know, you got enough money saved up, you could pay for the excursions and whatever. And when you get there, some strange hurricane come through and you stuck and you need to pay for your hotel or your Airbnb for another four days. If you do not have funds, liquid funds available right. to pay for that emergency, are you finna be in a situation and perhaps an entanglement? I don't know. Uh, so it's important, like we said on the first episode, just to make sure you you do your planning. Do, do your planning yeah. and, and plan for something to go wrong. Like when my husband and I travel, one of our fun things that we like to do is um, we set a budget. We always set a budget when we travel and we try to figure out how much, like we try to guess how much money we can come back with. <laughs> In a sense, it kind of like, it's like a little thing, like Ty mentioned Dave Ramsey. It's like a little thing in the back of my mind, yeah. like as we're doing things. Because, you know, you get caught up in the moment. You go to the little shops. You want to, I collect Christmas ornaments mm-hmm. everywhere I go. So I'll be up in the little shop like, oh, I can get all of these ornaments. I don't need $40 <laughs> worth of ornaments. Because first of all. So I have a question. It's completely off topic. What's the best ornament that you go got on a vacation? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I just recently started collecting ornaments because I yeah. collect shot glasses. Ironic because don't drink. You don't drink. Exactly. Yeah. Don't drink. So, <laughs> I was like, now you collecting something that you don't do. <laughs> so ago, I got rid of all of them and I adopted Tiffany's model of collecting um, ornaments and actually do yeah. an exchange with you all. 
every year and two of my other friends. And I like the idea of being able to pull them out and look at them for literally a season and then put them away instead of having to deal with all of the um, chapters all year round. Glasses. Yeah, no, I, I can't. I used to do the shot glasses too, and I do still drink. But, uh, and they come in handy every now and then, but, you know, it's still taking up space in my cabinetry. Yeah. So, I, you know, and then, you know, speaking of that, like shopping, what kind of experience yeah. do you want to have? I yeah. know for sure when I go on a trip with Natasha, if they got right. some good shopping, yep. oh, we finish shop. I know that already about her. You know, so if I'm not a shopper, I need to be okay with that day. If it's safe for her to be out gallivanting Mm -hmm. about at the shopping. Okay, girl, well, while you shopping, I'm going to be across the street eating this whatever. Or, okay, cool. I'll go shopping with you. And one of the other things in communicating with the people you're traveling with, you know, again, bringing up traveling with Natasha, it's like, okay, priorities. She is a lot more, especially when we first started traveling together, a lot more fiscally responsible than I. Mm-hmm. You know, she's like, <laughs> you, I'm saying she she used to be my boss. So she literally <laughs> made way more money than me. She'll <laughs> be like, this is the type of room I'm willing to get because mm-hmm. X number mm-hmm. of dollars is going to the bank. Like, yeah. Um, I'm stacking money. And then also her priority is shopping her priority and, you know, those souvenirs and, you know, she has a big family. So, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm an only child. I'm like, ball in, get something for my mom and I'm good. Like, <laughs> and, I think we and my yeah. thing would be like, don't you want a balcony room? Maybe we get a suite. <laughs> <laughs> No, because I'm going to need to buy, let's see, two t-shirts, three mugs, eight postcards. Like, like I already know. <laughs> I'm going to have to come back. I think on a trip I took to Sweden, one of the first trips I took to Sweden, I had I wanted to make sure that I brought something back for everybody. And I literally, at the time, um, the team that I was managing, it was probably 40 45 people and I brought something back for everybody and they were like okay you brought I mean and it wasn't big it was just something small but I wanted to bring something back because granted I know I can travel but I want to bring something so you know you feel like I was thinking nice I was thinking about you you know I was thinking about you and I appreciated y'all and I really like that team too I I hate I wasn't shopping for stuff like that because I don't like souvenirs. <laughs> I really don't feel like that's necessary for us to go into why, but I will say that they're stupid. <laughs> okay. I mean, so you how you feel about it, though? I'm not going to go into why. I don't you don't know. I need to know. With this story, <clears throat> you guys, we went on a whole girls trip and you know Tiffany and T are making funny faces at me right now because yes this story is about them (laughs) how do I get brought into this I love souvenirs (laughs) a little bit too much so you guys 
We go. They always cause problems. <laughs> we go. Not all souvenirs, postcards, and shot glasses don't cause any but trouble. That's not what we bought. <laughs> they really don't. <laughs> right. So, that know, ain't what we talk about here. We go on this girl's trip, and they're like, oh, we have to get our husbands a gift. Okay. I made a minor suggestion, and I'm like, hey, you know, this this little wait, wait. <laughs> okay, wait, time. I got I got follow up questions oh, already. I got I, I got follow up questions already. Too, when I was there. There's no follow the but I'm telling this story. I made a wait, 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 wait. I got follow up questions though. Okay. So all of this came from a you idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is, so that's my follow-up yes, question. Ma'am. All of this came from a you idea. Because yes, I know part of the story, but I didn't know because I was on the trip. I know part of the story. Because you didn't so, fly with us. So, I didn't fly with y'all, but I knew part of the story. No, see. Okay, all right, go ahead. Regardless, okay, it was it was a Thai idea. And I'm like, hey, yeah. ooh, you guys, look at this souvenir, this little multi tool. Tiffany, this one has your husband's name on it. T. This one says like number one dad or number one husband or something like that because you know we couldn't find one with his name on it. Multi tool, as in knife. Knife. Passport. <clears throat> our girl's trip is over. We go through Tisa, TSA. At the okay. You know I, what? <laughs> I go through first. I'm good. I'm on the other side. I'm waiting on my friends. Drinking like, your juice. Travel partner would do. First one. We'll let her finish her little raggedy story. Yeah, we are. We are. We really are. Go, go ahead, Ty. You tell the story. Goes off, ma'am. Please bag you to the side. They pull the pocket knife out. Oh Lord, here we go. I believe that was T. First. No, that was that was Tiffany. first. She first because the lady yes, kept asking me because the thing was in the bottom, yes, and she kept first. saying, "Are you sure you don't have a knife in your bag?" And I was like, yeah. "Why would I have a knife in my bag?" Confident, confidently. <laughs> so then I hear T say, "Well, you might as well put my bag over there too because I have <laughs> You have got to be kidding me. <laughs> okay. Okay. I was like, I I'm out there. Excuse me. Excuse me, Judge. Um, can, I just, can I take the stand Go for ahead, myself? T. It's your, get on the stand. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to take the stand for myself because all I said was, I think I might have the same issue. So you can go ahead and put my bag over there with her. Okay. I got a pause. I got another follow up question. Go ahead, ma'am. Is your bag already gone through? No. It was like it right was behind mine. It was yeah, it was right okay. behind her. But they didn't so say nothing to you. Not yet. But they kept not you yet. know how when they see something, they put it back into the machine and it goes yes. left and right, back and forth, and they look and right. say, Well, where we gotta look at the bag. So they would look at it, pull it out, search the bag, put it back in the thing, then the x-ray machine to try to see because it was I had buried it. And so from Tisa's point of view, I was trying to conceal this weapon. Okay, so first of all, I, I just don't Tisa. understand Tisa why they targeted somebody. They targeted me and Tiffany. <laughs> they were targeting yeah. us, and so to 
to wrap up the story, first they, of all, we paid yes, like yes, ten dollars. They targeted us. Targeted us. Yeah, don't ask. That's how targeting works. I'm just no, throw it out there. I don't they, think that's how targeting works. Targeted. Oh. Tiffany didn't. You feel that's targeted. how we feel today. I, Maybe that's not that's what it was. How that's how it works. <laughs> That's what we're going with. And we really didn't even understand why all the hostiles. I mean, okay. they was mad like we had a weapon. It's a multi-tool. But you did have a weapon. It's a multi-tool. <laughs> they act like they never had to screw something in a wall or something. But you, you literally had a weapon. It's a multi-tool. No, we didn't. A multi-tool. Okay. Hello. It's, a, it's a Phillips head. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to get into it. So long story short, we paid like $9.99. <laughs> For these multi tools, and I really we wanted our husbands <laughs> to have them. Child, let's take let's take a guess and tie your exam because you know how much we had to pay no, to I get because I wasn't over there. I <laughs> stopped. <laughs> no, she just plant the seed and then walk away and let the garden grow. That's how it works. I was plant, you know me. what? That's how you know you. <laughs> what kind of friend? Where did you go? Christ life, standing in the back like she ain't with us. Go ahead, what you were saying, please. Because we had to pay like fifteen dollars, I think it was. Oh, no, it was no, it was more than that. It was forty, it was like it was forty dollars. Yeah, it was big. That's right, it was. <laughs> It was so, it ended up, basically our husbands have $50 multi-tools and I'm happy to say that my husband still has his multi-tool and he uses it regularly because I may or may not have threatened him and been like, if you lose this multi-tool, I mean, oh, you need to threaten them? Okay. All right. Next <laughs> well, it's not a threat. Um, no informed. Oh my God. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Um. Next topic, because now I feel like you, I'm, we're, I'm we're getting attacked right now. We're being attacked from from the group. I am also that travel friend, and Natasha knows. So I live PT test distance, you know, two miles from DCA. That yes. is the only airport I am willing to pick someone up from. It's the only <laughs> I'm willing to fly out of. <laughs> you saved fifty dollars flying into another airport, and I'm spending it in time and gas. Nah, we're not doing that. But I also mm-hmm. like Natasha and I've had to meet one another. We live in the same state, the same city, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not flying out of BWI. I'll meet you in Florida. Mm-hmm. I'll meet you. I'll meet you wherever. And I'm also that friend to be like, a certain distance, I am flying first class. So I, I put that on a couple of friends. Actually, it was this time last year. It was last January when we we were able to squeeze in a last minute trip and almost got trapped because of COVID. <laughs> but oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I flew first class and lucky for them because I had free luggage with my first class and their little overweight bags got to fly for free. <laughs> oh my God. So somebody now had the airlines must not have. <laughs> they ain't had it. They ain't, they ain't had it. They didn't get first class. And so now they got to pay for their bags. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Might get pop. Mm-hmm. Might might get pop. And speaking of might get pop, let's talk about uh travel mm-hmm. etiquette. Mm-hmm. Child. It's different kinds of people. Um, and we actually we we put up some some research here um about etiquette. And we found that 80% of people think that a trip is more meaningful if you travel in with a good companion. 80%. We got that up off uh, our good friends over at Expedia. Um, 38% of the folks said that their whole trip was ruined because somebody was incompatible for whatever the reason was. That's a big, that's a big deal. Mm. That's a big deal. It really can ruin your trip. And so reviewing etiquette for what is worth to play devil's advocate, the three people um in Florida that jumped <laughs> the Spirit Airlines attendee, they was all in it together. Okay. Ride or die. If 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 my if my good sis can't get her 50 pound bag on the flight, nobody, none of us is going. <laughs> I'd have left her ass, but that's neither here nor there. Okay. But you gotta know how to (laughs) I'm sure. Ty would have already been on the plane. Like, what's going on? But I'm with Ty on this one because I'm just not fighting with you. I'm not fighting. I'm not not, not fighting. Your bag can't come. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. I'm going type of of passengers on a flight because that's part of the study too. And, you know, they talk about like, you know, the parent who's just not paying attention to their kid or like mm-hmm. that passenger who either has BO or too much cologne, someone who's completely wasted, the person or your feet. who's like pushing their seat back onto you mm-hmm. or the person who's kicking your seat or, you know, if you're in the middle seat, taking your arm rest or the person who's just hacking and coughing. Or the person who puts their feet before COVID. (laughs) Or the person that puts their feet on your armrest. Excuse me? Their bare feet. With no shoes or socks on. With no shoes on. That person. That person needs to be escorted off the plane. (laughs) It's it's unnatural. I know you have feet. I don't need to see your feet. That's all I'm saying. I don't need to see it. What did you do when you saw a toe? About that? No, I mean, I think, and on the like on the topic of etiquette as well, just like understanding, like you know, the people that want to travel with you or who you want to travel with, and so if you know that your best girlfriend is um has some troublesome views about a certain group of people mm. don't bring her to their country <laughs> bring somebody else don't bring don't, don't bring her like you're is that a personal experience <laughs> yeah i you know i had a i i traveled with someone to spain oh. um this is a number of years ago and she was racist like i mean and i didn't understand personally i didn't understand it but and I would always call it out, and we are no longer friends. So, uh, and we are are no longer friends from that trip because we got to that country, and it was about a week and a half vacation in Spain, supposed to be a lovely time, 
And from the time we landed till the time I took a cab and drove away from her, just, I can't take this no more. I'm only here for two more days and I'm just gonna enjoy these last two days by my damn self. That it got to that point. I, it just, the per, when you have someone who is, and it doesn't necessarily have to be racist, but just someone who has bad manners mm-hmm. and is constantly causing grief and has grievances throughout the trip, it, it's not worth it. It's like, not worth food it. You're never okay. Mm-hmm. You're in a new country and you got the gall right. to complain about the food. Oh gosh, that's like my number one beef. We don't have this at home. We don't make French fries like this at home. Well, I mean, you're not at home. Girl. So, I mean, that's that's an option. You could always stay home. But it, yeah, it's somebody who just has bad manners mm-hmm. um, ruin a trip because they will they will have their bad manners spill into your good time every single time at every single pass of the trip. So I think one of yeah, the unless, dynamics I had on the trip was with Tiffany. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like it was just one of the best one of the best dynamics. It was her first cruise. I mean, we started off in a good mood because it was a free cruise. They let us go for eight days. And so, again, I don't travel with with broke friends. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I paid the taxes. I upgraded the room. And I paid the gratuities. She bought our Can we play Kanye West in the background? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not supporting Kanye. I just feel like that song... I <laughs> but she she pulled her weight that's the point you know what i mean she pulled right. her weight i was like hey i'll pay for for the cruise she paid for the flights we did excursions so we get on the trip and you know it, it was just hilarious to me because we get there i'm the only person she knows on the boat she's the only person i know now you all know I have that shirt that says I'm ride or die until about 9 p.m. or so. I usually wear that <laughs> the first day of any trip that I go on because I need to set the stage for everyone. <laughs> Strangers, people, I'm let them know. Regardless. So, mm-hmm. you know, Tiff, Tiff and I, we did things together during the day. And then at night, I'll be like, well, it's 9 p.m. or so. <laughs> And I'm I'm in the in the stateroom, literally watching TV, chilling. You know, like good night. She's like, I'm going to the piano bar. Next morning, we're out, we're walking, minding our business, and I hear, "Hey, Tiffany, <laughs> hey, Jeff, hey, Tiffany, hey, girl." <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, hey y'all, what's up? Y'all sleep okay? Same time. <laughs> and so we just had this whole dynamic where, you know, she already knew I wasn't staying up past like 10, 11 o'clock. Realistically, she would go out, do her thing. I'd wake up like in the middle of the night. Okay, she's back. Boom. Next morning, I'm out early. I remember our very one of our first trips, Natasha was like, Ty, no one's up but you and old people. 
<laughs> it's true though. Like to see the sunrise and things like that. But you know, it was just like on that trip, the dynamic was awesome between Tiffany and I because we've also been friends since high school and we're, right. we're far past that. So we know one another. Where my feelings mm-hmm. hurt that she hung out without me a little bit. No, I'm joking. Not no, at all. Like- she was not finna sit up at that bar with me and all the other uh people who were whose purpose of the trip was to drink way too much alcohol than is than is necessary. <laughs> and that sounds like an amazing who can make friends, you know what I mean? Like make other friends and be just fine. And so And I, I just- felt safe. You were on a cruise, like she didn't have to worry, like if we weren't on a cruise ship. It, that wouldn't have happened but we're on a cruise ship so outside of going overboard i can find my way home it's not a whole whole right. lot of harm that could be had on a cruise ship i know how to find my way yeah, home i've read a lot of articles about a lot of harm my liver might have been harmed but that's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> my liver might have been harmed but listeners we want to hear from you we want to hear from you. Um, who who's riding with you? Who got to get left at the bus at the bus stop? <laughs> and and fam- family is included. That's fine. I travel with family, and they they should have got left at the bus stop. Mm. Oh my goodness! Yes, ah, yes. See? <laughs> <laughs> How we just discuss, you know, dynamics and um, trip planning and that sort of thing. And I'm more so of a free spirit when I go on trips. I like to just do stuff. And my husband likes to shop. So that kind of works out because I know he just want to shop. Y'all could husband swap for a trip. Then you go with Natasha's husband and your husband can go shopping with Natasha. Easy. Easy peasy. But um, when I went with my mom and everybody else, um, she liked to control the trip. <laughs> so at some point at, at Vegas, we ended up in front of an Eminem shop yelling and fighting each other. <laughs> like them people at Spirit Airlines said we were fighting each oh, other. Yeah. <laughs> in front of Eminem? It wasn't a common um, service. Enemy. We were at I was <laughs> that Baby. Was, we um I don't even remember why. I think it was because I didn't want to do anything and she wanted to do everything. And so, you know. Incompatible. Incompatible. We were just incompatible at that moment. I was like, why do we have to travel to um, California to go to Michael Jackson's estate? Like, that just don't make no sense to me. It's a whole hotel with a... um, with what is it called no it was uh what is it what is it like a a a ride on it what is that it's a whole hotel right there with a ride on top of it and we want to go see michael jackson's estate (laughs) what you gotta like that don't make what you gotta get mj nothing but i have something against being in a car for three hours to just go see some a house and grass that's my problem i don't understand that house and grass 
house and crime fence. Okay. I'm sorry, I missed the fence. I'll have, oh, I'll, I'll have to agree. Right. I'll have to agree with you there. So, listeners, if you also have problems uh, traveling three hours to see a house and some grass, please email us. <laughs> please email <laughs> us. Our email is gogtravels at gmail.com. That's gogtravels2021 at gmail.com. Who are you? Who sent you? Who you ain't right? Who who can't go? Who who can't go? What what friendships are ending because they ain't got no coins right now? (laughs) Just kidding. Don't do not break up your friends because they're going through hard times because you're trifling. You trifling. If you do that, you're not a good friend. You're trifling and you should get left. (laughs) Oh, baby, we get that's baby. That's deep. That's a different podcast. As someone, as someone who has experienced this, that's a different podcast. <laughs> I would just like to say that that um, when you go on a on a international vacation with somebody who still owes you fifteen hundred dollars to this day, still owes you fifteen hundred dollars, it hits a piece of your soul. <laughs> it, it hits a piece of your soul because you looking at them buying stuff going. <laughs> I could have bought some of that too if you had just paid me back. <laughs> if you had just paid me back, okay. But I'm not going. I'm not going. Whoever owned Natasha fifteen hundred dollars, run my business her coin. Run me my check. Every That's all I got. To say. Get stimmy her. Stimmy her. <laughs> uh, but with that, we're gonna let y'all go. Um, so y'all can call your friends and ask them why they're crappy um, travel partners and. We will, we'll see you guys in a few weeks. Bye, Gallivanters. Bye, Bye, Gallivanters.